0: Welcome aboard, welcome aboard, Uh, the good ship uh, Lollipop, as we all often would say. However, this ship has a destination. This ship is the ship of fishing without bait. This is the ship of a lifetime without definitive expectations. Today, as always, I'm joined by my uh, first mate, my good friend and co-producer of this program,
1: Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike, are you familiar with Shakespeare? Oh, first, ahoy, Captain Jim. And yes, I'm very familiar with uh, Shakespeare. Oh, are you really good. Thank you. Thank you. Or are you familiar with the uh, play Hamlet? I do recall, let's see, uh, Horatio, I knew him well in the skull and everything, Indeed. right? What we're talking about in there is, are you familiar
0: with the uh, admonition, to thine own self be true? Not well enough, apparently. Okay. Many people may not realize that that comes from a soliloquy in Hamlet by Polonius, who was Hamlet's murdered father's advisor, to his son Laertes, Okay, to thine own self be true. Maybe you've heard the soliloquy that starts off, neither a borrower nor a lender be. So his admonition to Laertes, to thine own self be true. However, our quest today, our focus, our purpose today is... To thine own self be true. What does that mean to you, Mike? Don't lie to yourself. And to thine own self be true. So if we're being true to yourself, that means that we're going to be following values. You're going to be true to your
1: values. What do the values mean to you, Mike? Uh, that means the stuff that I stand for. That means morals. That means what I think is right. Being brave enough to defend that. Sure. Values are things
0: that you believe in, Mike. Values are things that are important in your life, the way that you work and live. They're kind of a roadmap. They're the philosophy of your life. These are the things that are important to you. How often in the past have we continuously refocused our audience, refocused our own lives on what's important? Those are the things. What are you? Tell
1: me what some of your values are, Mike. For me, uh, my values include uh, fairness, I I never want anybody to feel like they've been cited uh, in a situation equal. And work ethic. What's important, just as we speak about the importance
0: of labeling and describing thoughts and feelings, so Mm -hmm. we have some type of control over them, so we have some idea about them, so we have some power over them – It's just as important for individuals to sit down and label and identify their values, what's important to them. So one of the ways that we feel good about ourselves is when our behaviors match our values. However, sometimes our behaviors do not match our values.
1: I see that because I've uh, had some rough patches even recently where I I just kind of sat back and, and, and... did something and reacted to something and said, this isn't the kind of person I want to be. This is not the kind of person I want to be. So there's a disconnect. Right. There's a disconnect between our values and our behavior. I feel like there's some things that are an emotional reaction that I feel like I'm losing control of, Mm -hmm. right? That some stuff that's been built up and I know that's not the way that I want to do that. That's not the way that, I should be doing that. That's not the way I want to conduct myself in business or whatever the case may be.
0: Sure. And keep in mind that values can be can be fluctuating throughout your life and they can be flexible. However, what we certainly want to do is to define core values. Core values are something that do not change. Core values are choices that you've made in your life and how you how you desire to live your life how you wish to have others perceive you do you have a desire to have others view you as trustworthy i do do you have a wish to have others perceive you as loyal yes mhm do you have others wish to perceive you as dependable yes absolutely do you have others to have their perception of you as compassionate and kind. I'd hope so. Well the idea is is how do we how do we make those? In order to have others have those perceptions of us be real, we have to live them, don't we? Indeed. We have to there's a huge difference between walking the walk
1: and talking the talk. And that's something I think about every day. Um, for me, I have a very Christian upbringing. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, while I don't go to church, that's still the things that I've learned are in the back of my head day to day and how I respond mm-hmm. to things. So the idea is that if I spout these
0: values, however I do not incorporate them in my life and live them, practice these principles in all my affairs. What 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 is that person termed? What, what's what's the term for a person like that? A hypocrite. A hypocrite. So have you met many hypocrites in your life, oh, Mike? Certainly, certainly. So what that's called is disingenuous? Are you leading a disingenuous life? That's my challenge out there to everyone today. My challenge out there to everyone today is to define your core values. Define your core values. What's something that you would not be ashamed to have somebody find out? What would you not ashamed to have someone find out about you. Are there things about you, Mike, and you don't have to answer this, that you'd be ashamed to have people find out? Everyone has them. I think everybody does, Okay. Yeah. Are those things that you might want to examine? Perhaps. Right, right. We can use these core values to move ahead and get beyond and past those things, can we not? Right. And again, that involves choices. And what it involves is there's a huge difference, Mike, between giving directions and having a direction. If I give you, you – give, you give people directions on how to do different type of technical things, right? Right. Okay, so then the biggest difference between providing a direction, that, that means follow me, follow follow my direction. So, and I know, I know you do that often in your life. And again, what that means is modeling behavior. And I want you to step back, and here's where the full impact mindfulness comes in, is how is your behavior impacting others? That's my challenge to everyone out there. I really want you to step back and look and find out how is my behavior impacting others? How am I impacting people's lives? Let's say today, were you proud of the way you impacted a life today, Mike?
1: I think, so. okay. I think so. I think so. And especially, you know, with the recent environments, you know, I, I, I hope that I'm leading a positive message, mm-hmm. for instance. It's something I very consciously tried to do instead of getting into some of the rhetoric.
0: So the behavior that you exhibited today, the way that you've impacted people's life, would you be ashamed to have people view that as, a, let's say, a movie? No. No, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. So the idea about full impact mindfulness is paying attention on purpose to your core values and how you impact other people's life. What type of direction that you're giving other people? What type of direction are you giving other people? This, 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 This is real important. And again, it goes back to what's important to you. What is important? And this is where the full impact mindfulness comes in, to fully participate into your life, to be
1: active, to be actively participating in your life. What does actively participating in life mean to you, Mike? Consciously making choices instead of just letting things happen. Making
0: conscious choices rather than waiting for things to happen. And isn't this one of the true purposes, one of the focuses that we talk about in Fishing Without Bait and Full Impact Mindfulness is creating a reaction rather than waiting for one. Isn't that true? It's making things happen and making things happen in your vision. In your life. And this is one of the things that differentiate full impact mindfulness from traditional mindfulness methods. We're not sitting on satin pillows going "Mm," all day, surrounding ourselves with 10,000 candles, being content and happy and mindful about the way that we are in our life. Our challenge is to know we're getting off the pillow. Okay. And we're like that butterfly, our logo of full impact mindfulness. We're in that chrysalis and we've expanded our wings and we're
1: impacting into, into life. Talked before about uh, kind of working on the emotional muscle in our brain. When you're exercising, you don't get anywhere just thinking about exercising and studying exercising. You get going by, by getting moving. And for us, we need to, as you say, get moving off that pillow and participate, and exercise.
0: And once again, we refer back to our message of it's very difficult to think our way into different type of behaviors. What we do is we act our way into it. And that's my challenge. That's fully participating in your life. My challenge for everybody is to get out there and not be afraid to fail. Not be afraid to fail. Are you afraid to fail, Mike? Every day. Every day, sure. But however do you continue to Move through life every day.
1: I decide and make a point to not let it control my actions, right?
0: So, when we consider failure as defeat, then we are defeated. When we consider failure as just that, then that's all it is it's failure. Yes, yes, I failed. Does that mean that you're defeated? Does that mean that the war is over? Does that mean that the battle's done? Of course, not. There's always something new for you to fail at. There's always something new, and to, maybe you won't fail, fail this at. time. No, no. No. And again, these, these become challenge podcasts, okay? These become challenge podcasts where I ask you to examine your core values, what's important to you, and how you directly impact others' lives. How do we impact others' lives? We impact them through your values. And again, I'm going to ask you once again, we need to define who your heroes are. Who's who's a hero of yours, Mike? Who's, who's a person, place, thing, or situation that values, match your own, someone that you admire that you would like to emulate? Quite often when I'm dealing with people in group situations, one of the questions that I do, if you could pick out anyone throughout history or time, and it doesn't have to be uh, a famous person or someone that's a celebrity or well-known, who who would you interview, What type of questions would you ask them and the reason for your choice? And what this does is help define who you are and what your values are. That tells me a great deal about an individual as to who they pick, the reasons that they pick them, and the questions that they would ask them. That tells me a whole lot about that individual, and it would tell you a whole lot about yourself also.
1: I am fascinated by... Steve Jobs. Okay. Of course. We talked about him on mb Indeed, we have. He has been uh, labeled a visionary. I actually just rewatched part of the, the, the you newest know, movie about him with uh, Michael Fassbender, which is just a fascinating movie. Because of the creativity that he expounded, a little bit of the business sense I'm curious about, but I'm not as interested. I guess I'm interested in that creativity and how that turns into a business sense, right? I know he's not the nicest person, and I hope to learn from what he got wrong in being such a coarse person as well. But again, he's somebody that knew what he wanted and knew how to get there, you know, or was discovering how to get there and decided on that path. And I think it's a mind I love to pick at. Well, let me ask you this. When we think back to our earlier
0: in this podcast, when we talked about the phrase, to thine own self be true, do you think Steve
1: Jobs was true to his own self? No, absolutely not. And that's what I think would be fascinating is that juxtaposition of the creativity and everything and creating something beautiful, but being such a nasty person, Mm -hmm. right? As all accounts are. I I know somebody who's who's met him personally in a passing. So she had nothing bad to say about him. And plus it was on his nicer years, I think. Mm -hmm. And again, I think it's a, we can learn by the good he did and the mistakes he made. Mm -hmm. Because I think anybody on that level, you know, I've been interested recently in uh, Alan Turing that, you know. The, 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 the Turing, uh machine that, that helped win World War II. Just recently watched that movie on that. And, of course, there's other issues around that as well. But another kind of mind that, you know, kind of was interesting, you know. And, and very single-minded on his work. Maybe not the greatest balance of things, but there are other things going on, too. The most lauded people like that are interesting because of how flawed they are. hmm And I think we can learn from their mistakes as much as how much they accomplished. And when we
0: discuss or talk about people whose behaviors do match their values, one of the individuals who come to my mind is Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. who said what he did and did what he said, mm-hmm. okay? And the, what it boils down to is the value is, is it the right thing to do? Is it the right thing to do? Do you believe Abraham Lincoln believed what he did was the right thing to do? By all accounts, I think so. Well, of course. Absolutely. In the face of incredible adversity, is keeping someone in slavery ever right? And he was and he was willing to sacrifice everything so people could be free. Completely. Absolutely. And he had the courage of his convictions. So my challenge is out there. When you have a conviction, do you have the courage to follow it? Do you have the courage to follow it? What are your core values? One of his core values was that people have an inalienable right to be free. And remember, not only did the Emancipation Proclamation, and indeed that's what it was, a proclamation, that all people would be free. However, that could be overturned in the future. So he spent what unfortunately was the remainder of his life to make sure that that become part of an amendment to the United States Constitution that guarantees that people would be free. People owe so much to him. And some of the people that are in in our lives that we overlook because we are more starstruck by a celebrity. Are you familiar with Jonas Salk? I'll bet you know who Madonna is. And I'll bet you know who Taylor Swift is. And I'll bet you know who Ben Roethlisberger is. Jonas Salk invented the polio vaccine, he cured polio, he saved generations from. A crippling disease. He saved people's lives. Where's the statue to Jonas Salk? The man's a giant. Mm-hmm. Do we know who he is? No. No, we don't. So my my challenge out there to everyone is find people whose behavior matches their values. My question to everyone out there today is Does your behavior match your values? And if it does not, then we might want to bring it into line. We might want to make your values and behaviors congruent with each other, to be on the same page, to be on the same highway. And sometimes we we need help. We need help to know how to do that. We need help. Remember, Mike, when we were on the bus and whose hands are on the steering wheel and what passengers were on that bus and how were they influencing the driver? which is us. And when we lose control of our own life, our behaviors do not match our values. You still have your values. However, your behavior is being influenced by others. And this is where full impact mindfulness comes in, to be able to label and identify those passengers, those people, places, things, situations that are influencing your behavior, which isn't congruent with your values. So how do we get them back into line? Okay, how do we do that? How would you suggest someone do that, Mike? Label and describe. Label and describe. Absolutely. To be able to step back and become the observer behind this thinker. Who is influencing you? Who is influencing you? That's my challenge to everyone out today. Is your behavior congruent with your values? Can you go to bed at night and say, okay, I have no regrets about today. When we talk about self-evaluation, which we've talked about many times in the past, we evaluate at night, okay, do I have regrets about today? And if you do, let's not beat ourselves up about it. Let's see how we can correct it. How can we get, how can we realign things? And that's what we're going to be talking about in our next podcast we're going to talk about realignment realigning the stars in the sky we're going to realign your life we're going to realign your values and your behaviors and until then please please listen to our uh, most recent blog podcast and please do a kindness for yourself do a kindness for another forgive yourself forgive another namaste
1: please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com